I just don't like when the second you get a cat, they're like, I'm not really a cat person. It's like, I didn't ask you. Be like, I'm not really an asshole person, but here you are standing in my living room. Stephanie, I would follow (laughs) you anywhere except to an animal shelter. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Stay Rooted with your hosts, Stephanie and Lauren. Pull up a chair because you're attending the virtual mom support group. Light your sage because we are going through it and growing through it. And And we're we're always rooting for you. So I'm sad to report. I'm going to start this off on bad news. Oh my God. This is bad news. We've had a death in the family. Was it Sandra? It was Sandra Pink. We had she a feeling over the weekend. May she rest in peace. Yes, and <coughs> Sandra Pink. For those of you that do not know, is my daughter's beta fish, her late beta fish. Yes. Um, and one thing about me is I don't think I take that good care of them, but they tend to live for three plus years. Yeah. And she's been alive now for going on. That was. This was going to be her third year. <laughs> and we just got her a new tank. A and junior. I, com- I come home, you know, from keeping people alive all day. <laughs> to a dead beta fish. To, a, to what looks like a dead beta fish. But honestly, she's been on her hospice. Yes. You know, she's had her romance Comfort with the Carol. Like, She had her kicks. She had her kicks before she went out. Yeah, and that was one thing I told Lennon. I was like... You know, she went out on a high note. She absolutely we did. We got her snail boyfriends. We got her a bigger cage. You know what? She had an absolute rager, and then she went out while she was still on top. But this is like 10 p.m., <clears throat> and I'm just like, Kenny! Yeah. I start yelling my husband's name. He's down in the basement working <clears throat> on music, and I'm just like, you need to come up here and help me. Like, I am so burnt out. I yeah. can't deal with this. I can't deal with this. Do we even own a fishnet? You know, he you're just comes, like, where's the fishnet? He comes up and does that thing that men do where he's like, are you sure it's dead? Yeah, you're like, no, I'm not fucking sure. <laughs> like, I didn't get a pulse. Yeah, but like, like, let me can let me get the time of death, yeah. and then you can help me. Like, what the fuck? Yes, yes, it's dead. It's got like, like it's upside down, and things are coming out of it. Yeah, and you know, like the dead fish eyes. Yeah, like, not to be graphic, but we've all been there when yes. we're like, oh, those eyes aren't right. Those eyes have no. So he goes and gets them. like a ladle, and he like you know bounces it a couple of times, and then it does what you said. It flips over, and it's like, yeah, yeah. it does. So then he ladles the fish because we don't have a net because I guess we're not committed enough to owning fish. None of us are. So we scoop her out because he's like, we could just leave her till the morning. You know, like (laughs) Lennon's probably not going to do well with this. And I was like, but what about the snails? Like they can't be amongst a carcass. Just like breathing in her dead body. Body this is water. confusing for them. We need to give them time to mourn. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, we remove, I, yeah. my husband removes her with the ladle. <laughs> with the ladle. Now we go to the toilet, we put her in, and then I'm like, oh my God, did she move? And he's like, <laughs> no, she didn't move. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, we should say a few words yeah. because Lennon would want us to. She would. What'd you say? I just said, thank you, Sandra, for being a part of our lives and supporting Lennon, you know, when she was, when she needed a pet that, that needed to be low maintenance and you were here through a lot, you know, and you really stuck it out for as long as you could. She did. And then, and then we flushed her. Yeah. And we had to double flush her. Oh no. (laughs) 
<laughs> no one wanted that to happen. Yeah. You so, know, you so, wanted it to be one and done, but. Yeah. So Alex is mourning the loss. You know, he's taking it really hard. And then Fred has already moved into the pineapple. Oh, so my God. Did not even, did not even wait till her bed was cold. We're all just suspicious of that snail. And I oh. didn't change the water. I just added water. That's fine. Hoping I for think. the best. Yeah, hoping for the best. So, yeah, that's where we're at. And, of course, I told my six-year-old and she cried, like, because I feel like any time you say dead. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's heavy. And, and I then know. I was like... I was like, you know, but now he's like in in fish heaven with with Queen, who is our other beta yes. fish, which had the a very <laughs> yeah, and he had a very like specific, you know, carrying out of his yes. afterlife, yes, like, per and, my my child. And she hoped for that. And this one, me and my husband were just sort of like, I don't know, yeah. flush it. <laughs> Good luck, double so, flush. So I said, you know, they'll be together, and you know, she was kind of like she wasn't doing so well, you know, and she's like. I know. And then she's like, and I said, you know, little fishy heaven, whatever. And she's like, we don't even know if heaven's real until we die. And I was like, okay. All right. (laughs) And I'm going to leave you with those words. And you know what they say? With animal death comes animal birth and animal life. I know. You got like a win. I got a loss. You had a loss. But so... If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I lost half of my flock this winter. Yes. So I was down to three chickens. So I hadn't actually, because on the topic of death, it's like it's happening a lot. And sometimes I pick and choose my battles. And sometimes when the chickens are outside and it's winter and we're not spending that much time with them, I'm like, I don't feel like unpacking this. So I hadn't I know, told and then Nora there's yet. like this certain level of like you have to tell them about the circle of life, some, right? Yes, but you're like, I've given them many lessons. <laughs> like like she's, she's lost a dog. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's been people. So I just hadn't wanted to address it yet. But since we knew that we were going to get some new chickens, yes. I did first have to let Nora know because I knew once we went out there, she was going to figure it out. So I wanted to be honest with her. And she also had a very emotional time because, of course, what she first said was, I really hope that it isn't Miss Sunflower. And of course it was. Of course it was Miss Sunflower. It had to be our, and like... of course you weren't in a place to quickly rename one of no, them Miss No, and I couldn't. And I couldn't. <laughs> so I, like, I let her know, and we had to kind of, like, work through that. But the next day, we got... So this is kind of, like, a crazy situation. So you know how before we became... Friends, friends. We were social media friends. We would talk about our babies. We would respond to each other's stories, heart, this, that. I have one of those right now, and one of our big commonalities is that we are in our chicken era. So, you know, she posts her chickens, whatever, doing their thing in her coop. I'm like, love that for you. Awesome. I share a thing of my first egg. She's like, way to go. You know, we have this cool rapport. So guys are like a little coop troop. We absolutely are. One (laughs) flew over and she was like, she messaged me the other day and like, unfortunately something happened and her coop burnt down, which left her chickens without like a good home. And she knew that I had lost some chickens recently. So we kind of made this this exchange where I took on her little baby chickens and can I just tell you like what a motley crew of like ladies that I have taken in so these girls they're all different breeds so my chickens are very like 
E-I-E-I-O, you know, like my chickens are very yeah, like the stock image. They are stock image. When you look at chicken helmets, it's my chicken wearing it, you know, every <laughs> single time. These chickens are like way fancier, you know? So right now we kind of have this merger situation these are where high they're high end chickens. These are high end chickens. I got a green egg today. Yeah, I know. So, I'm a little skeptical of it. But I know you're you excited. are. I am excited. I'm very excited. So I'm kind of on this whole new chicken journey right now. Um Nora has already attached to one of these like gray fluffy ones. I honestly don't remember the name of the breed. And she has lovingly renamed it Pierogi Cheeks. Um, no, she, I don't know why she named her pierogi cheeks, but that is her name. I love um, that. <laughs> so, and sometimes, like, as you know, I'm learning as I go with this chicken journey. So, as I've learned, sometimes, like, when you, like, as you would imagine, introduce new chickens, like, there can be some drama, you know? Yeah. So, I was obviously nervous about that. So, the first night they came, I just kept going out there. And when chickens sleep, they roost. They sit on a branch or a stick or whatever. So my chickens all sit like and roost next to each other when they sleep. So I went in that night to like go check on them, make sure everybody was behaving. And I look and I'm like, okay, I see my three girls together. And then I see the other ones. They're all like on the other side of the coop, just like on a nesting box all together, but like not at all where they're supposed to be. And then I'm like, wait, there's only four of them over there. So I look back at like my three girls who are all brown and there's this one chicken from the new flock of girls just kind of sitting with mine like hey is the seat taken like just trying to like <laughs> introduce in. herself just trying to fit in and I was like honestly good for you girl yes you know good for you yes so, and like like you said with new with death comes new pets yes because when my daughter said <laughs> like we don't even know if they're gonna go to a fish heaven I said we're going to go to Petco and yeah. we're going to get new fish. Because <laughs> like, that's the circle of life. Because like you said, you weren't even willing to bring up the loss of the chickens till there were new chickens. Until there were new chickens. This is a fish tank in my living room. This you know is hard what? to, you know, the jig is up. It's worth it's worth it for you just to get another. You already have the tank. Like, what's the big oh, difference? Oh, yeah. And she was like, you know what? That's true because Sandra Pink was really like a mean fish. She couldn't be with other fishes. So now I can get those cool neon ones. And yeah. I was like, hell yeah. Like those little Tetras. R.I.P. Sandra. R.I.P. Sandra. <laughs> um, I also have to address that I think on our last bits and pieces, I said... I was talking about my new kitten because I'm not going to just get one new animal. I'm going to get six. <laughs> so <laughs> there's one thing about me. That's how I'm going to do it. And, um, you know, <laughs> so we had decided on Frankie. We were like 99% sure when we recorded last week. The next morning I woke up, I looked at this cat. I said, this is not Frankie. Like, I know Frankie and this isn't her. Okay. <laughs> so we were like for the last like five days, we've been trying to rename this cat. And we have finally... Maybe possibly landed on Drumroll. Rowena, as in Rowena, Rowena Ravenclaw. I love that. Um, so she's Rowena, calling her Row for short, and I think that's her name. I um, love it. She's she's definitely a personality. She's also formerly known as Lauren because, <laughs> as we've discovered, she's very sweet. She's very adorable, but if you try to touch her too fast, she will spring backwards and 
retract. and leave the situation. <laughs> yeah, she'll get defensive. Yes. I love that about her. Yeah, I know you do. But not on the topic of, of animals that you are personally saving. We've said all that we can say. <laughs> you're you're a shelter in yourself. I am. Um, so I have pinned down that good peasant behavior 2024 oh my God. Is, is a concept right now because I've gone to a few restaurants and good peasant behavior at a restaurant is going to a restaurant and just filling up on the free bread, right? Oh, yes. Because you can't afford a $50 chicken dish. You couldn't. So you're like, yes, sir, give me the free loaf yes, and I'll run back loaf. to my village. Yes, and I'll take it back home to my mother. <laughs> so I must say that if you give out Grandpa free bread, Joe, <laughs> if you're you give a hero. out, in this economy, you're a hero. You're a because, hero. And it's good peasant behavior to just eat the bread and go the fuck home. Eat the bread and run. Get a cup of soup and go the fuck Absolutely. home. Absolutely. You're still a little hungry. <laughs> I really love that for you. Um, not on the topic of that at all. But I do have to say that we had an impromptu sleepover this I past know. weekend. And so we we had a hype day. Nora had basketball. We're up a sleepover. We're up a sleepover. We had a very cool day. Nora had some surprise people come and watch her basketball game. And one of them happened to be the Bodwins. Yes. So the other one was um, her auntie Tara, who drove literally two hours to make it to her morning elementary school basketball game, a whole hero. Yeah, it was And very then her fun. Ahi, and it was very hype. Um, and we kept the hype going, and we said, Lennon, you're sleeping over. You're going you're to be parents, a Bartholomew tonight. Your parents are going out to eat a loaf of bread. Yeah, <laughs> let them. So she came and she slept over, and we had so much fun. But I feel like anytime our kids sleep over, like we just have to note some of the weird shit that they say because what else is the fun of it? You oh, know? yes. And this was very like, this was last minute because she yeah. was originally supposed to go to my mom's, and she was very excited about that. But they weren't going to have a slumber party, and we were going out to kind of of a timed event so we knew that we were going to be home at a reasonable hour mm -hmm. um, so when the plan changed she was just so excited yeah. and she turned on that little like I'm going to clean my room oh, I'm yes. going to pack a bag like oh, I'm going to yes. make it so that there is no reason that this that this, that this gets happen. stolen out from under me. And they had a great time. So I can only imagine what she said because oh, she was. They were so hype and like they were so good. Like honestly, they get easier and easier every single time because they're just getting older and they just need way less interceptions. Like there's not much that I needed to do aside from feed yeah. them and like their interceptions are more complicated now yeah. though because they both have good points most of the time. No. And then you have to be judged, Judy. And I don't even want to do that. But one thing I do when, when our girls have, like, a hang is, like, I obviously want to give them their time. Like, Nora really likes to set up her drawing stuff in her bedroom floor and, like, do that. And I knew that that was something her and Len would like to do together. If you have an elementary school kid and you're not making bracelets or drawing, like, Every single day. What are you doing? What are you doing? Send tips. So I walk by and I'm just kind of, like, casually kind of listening in, you know, and they're doing their little drawing things and I just hear like a glimpse of a conversation and um Lennon was like are we doing penguin bodies or not and Nora's like no and Lennon goes thank god and I was <laughs> like what what? So I actually, Lennon told me that they were drawing, um, my husband does this game at like restaurants called Exquisite Corpse. Oh. Which is like. A family <laughs> favorite. <laughs> it's on the back of the friendlies menu, I'm pretty sure. It's right near the word search. It is. So you like, you fold the paper up into different sections, but then. 
the person only sees the section that they're drawing. So they all connect. And it's a head, a body, and legs. It was along those lines. So she said that they were doing the, like, not covered version of that. I'm like, so that's just, like, Frankenstein. Yes, they were were doing the little Frankensteins, and it was super cute. Then there was this other moment when I walked by, and I don't even know. They were obviously a lot of talk about the new kitten because that's exciting, and I feel like my house is, like, the honorary petting zoo without the admission fee, you know? Yeah, my daughter comes home, like, we can't. Can't we can't anything. have a fucking kitten. Fucking you don't love Sanders me. on her way out. Yeah, my fish just died, but it's fine. <laughs> but I just hear all of a sudden, Lennon's like, if you just put lipstick on that cat, she'd be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and then their last like little discussion that was just so she'd funny. So our girls have their little Potter heads. They've watched Harry Potter with their moms and their dads, and like they know they know a good amount about it for a six year old. Probably more than appropriate. Way more than appropriate because Nora was like I had to stop when Dobby died which like don't even come for me I know it was you know whatever it's a circle of life it's a circle of life it's a circle of wizardry life Lennon goes I don't even really care about Dobby he's just not my guy (laughs) she's like I was like keep going them as six-year-olds could have such a hot take and Lennon kept going she's like I don't even think you want to watch the next one it's just like too much and they were just having this real conversation about like Dobby and I was just loving it I you know you get that little high like you're not gonna get as much sleep as the other set of parents but you're gonna get some really good laughs when you host the sleepover absolutely absolutely. and that's worth it and I must say that like the takeaway from this sleepover, she had a lot more anecdotes than like 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 I knew about the exquisite corpse game. Yes. I knew about the penguin body yes. situation because more than you ever know about their school day. Some would say, "Oh my god, <laughs> it's just like oh good." And even the last slumber party because yes. then we didn't see each other for a long time. I yes. had no idea what happened because she's just like good. Good. Like, I'm like, oh, did you guys? She's like, yeah. She watch a movie. Meanwhile, they're saying the most out-of-pocket shit, you know, the whole time. Yes, yes. The whole time. Yeah, and I got to enjoy a night with my husband again, and it was was very nice. I love that for you. I have to say, though, that um, there's—I have a hot take because um, I personally have been trying to, like, embrace my daughter's—my younger daughter's lack of sleep— and just kind of rolling with it. Yeah. And I have a hot take for my mom just had a sleepover with my daughter that didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. That woman just like was just like she it was fine. The baby was up till like 10:30. She woke up at 4:30. She was resilient about it. She didn't give me advice. She just said that baby was precious. We woke up at 4:30. It was great. Anyone else that you tell them that you're not sleeping. They're like, "Did you try sleep training them?" Mm-hmm. Did you, did you try to sleep train them? I'm going to fucking sleep train you. Yeah, okay? literally. That's my hot I'm take. putting you to sleep. Like, what the fuck do you mean? You want me to just leave her in her crib? Because If somebody could train this feral <laughs> child, I would gladly sign them up for classes. Yeah, like. But they can't. <laughs> all I'm telling you is that I lack sleep. I'm not asking yes. you to fix it for me. No, I'm, I'm just, just trying to talk. To, yeah, I'm, I'm just, just trying to share some feelings. And I'm just bringing awareness to the fact yeah. that I literally 
literally am running on two hours of sleep, and that probably makes me a little edgier. And you know human, what? And you like know? that's just to say that like sometimes when people talk to you, you don't need to give them an answer. You just need to hear them. Yes. Sometimes you could talk less and listen more. Yes, and I How feel like that? exactly. And sometimes <laughs> exactly, you're not always looking for advice. Sometimes no. you're just looking for an outlet. You just want a little commiseration, maybe. And maybe you just want to vent. And honestly, some night like. Being up with your toddler in the wee hours of the morning, like, my toddler should be a freaking first responder. <laughs> because this is the thing with the fucking sleep training people. My daughter does not wake up, and she's not sad. She's not looking to be comfort. I can't put a blanket on her and touch her back for two to four minutes. Like, this woman is ready to party. Yeah. she. It's like a search. Ready to rumble. It's a search and rescue mission. Like, she's up on her hind legs. She's in the crib. She's yelling, Mom! Mama! Mom! I mean, <laughs> I live in 1,400 square feet. Yeah. My other child is sleeping. Yeah. I am not jeopardizing waking up this whole house. Like, do you want to wake up the whole house at 2 a.m.? It's hectic. So yeah. then you just remove her and yourself. So I remove her. I bring her into my bed. I say, you win. It's Survival of the sleepiest. But wait. There's more because this woman, she was a firefighter in her past life. She did a search and rescue mission because she will say, Mama, finding Nemo. (laughs) And I I will say, no, Lasky. No, we are going to we're going to go to sleep. It's night. I learned on the Internet to bring her to the window. I bring her to the window. I'm like, it's night. (laughs) (laughs) The Internet knows. We lay her down. She goes, Mommy. Finding Nemo. <laughs> my Have I made myself clear. So I look at her and say, No, Lasky. <laughs> and I kind of like, you know, I just get, I hold her in a way that like is not is not forceful, but just shows her that I'm there for her. She will start yelling, Rimbo! 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 Where are oh you, Rimbo? Until, Until I she fucking knows, put it on. Because she knows you will. I don't know if she like you saved have babies out of wells in her past life or what, but like this woman knows that like She was that woman at like the first Red Sox game. Hot dog, get your hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So every night, it's every morning, the wee hours, it's just me and her. Her, and then she'll be like, oh, no, Coral. Negotiating with, like, like, a literal terrorist. Yes, and she wants to watch. She's like, oh, no, Coral. She, that's, like, her first, like, her first takeaway from Nemo. I'm like, why the fuck are we watching Nemo right now? So, so yeah, that's, like, it's my hot take. It's what's been happening with me. And I just feel like, yeah, it's my bet. When people are taking my, like, lack of sleep too hard, I'm like, listen. Yes. I'm running a whole thing at night. It's I, not It's not your average. I love your hot takes. And honestly, I've been, like, kind of sitting on a few hot takes recently. And I don't know how many I'm going to let out right now because I'm not trying to be too controversial. But, like, I might be a little controversial. I'll fight with a few people. First of all, I don't even think, like, my father-in-law probably would listen to this because I don't think it would probably be his cup of tea. Like, I don't think you know, where his keys ammo, but, or he's ours, I, I just have to say, I'm sure you have heard of ancestry DNA tests, right? Yes. You know, you find out your your origin story. That's I, what everyone's trying to find I out. I bought my husband one and he didn't fucking take it Stop and it, it fucking expired. <gasps> oh my God. I took, I and got I was, my husband one and now I know all of the things that he is. So I was like, it's because you're a bunch of fucking white yeah, men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and all the white men before and you. And you don't need to fucking know. Yeah, he's like, we know. You're European. Yeah, he's yeah. Irish. <laughs> so go I got, So Lucas really wanted one. He's super into this stuff. So I'm like, okay, easy birthday or Christmas gift. It was one of the two, right? So he sent it out. He got his results back in. Now, we grow up and our parents tell us what we are. And you know what? Our parents really don't know everything. They're telling us what their parents told them and what their parents told them. It's a bad game of telephone. The science speaks for itself, okay? So Luke sent his spit in an envelope and they told him exactly what he was. Now, there were things that he hadn't expected and there were things that were lower than what he thought he was. And one of those things was his... Italian um, heritage. It was lower than what his dad had thought. So he sends over like a screenshot of his results to his dad and his dad responds and he's like, that's cool, da, da, da. But I do think that the Italians are like about 10% more than what that test says there. And I'm like, it is There's literally a deficit. his DNA. This is his story of his of his genetic makeup. And a boomer will be out here saying like, it's the genes wrong. are wrong. And honestly, I, I love him and I love that energy for him. But I was just cracking up and I was like, you know what? You can't handle the truth. To, to quote a few good men, the boomers, they don't want to know what they're made of because they just want to believe what they've been told. That's my hot take. They I don't want to know. I love that. Me and my husband like came to a collective hot take the other day, and this one might be controversial. I'll so. keep going. I don't know. My husband the other day, we were like sitting, you know when you just like sit kind of away from your kids and you can kind of talk shit about them yeah. in front of them and they're they're like... But you're smiling a little. Yeah. You like you're coffee. smirking. Like we have to be up here because we have coffee. It's yeah, hot. Yeah. Uh, so I asked like the children the other day and he referred to them as sex participation trophies. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, where is the lie? Oh like, my God. Literally, literally like, like, good job. He's you like, did it. yeah. And he's like, these, like, we don't come, like, Jen. Xers gave us like all of they thought we they needed to give us all those little gold people yeah. that sit on our shelves and in our attic and the whole thing. These are not. These no. are not that. These are whole fucking people that you have to like rear and bring forward. And he's like, he's like, you know, these ones eat, they breathe, and yeah. like they call the cellulite on my legs the sad face. Oh my, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like these aren't cute ones. So like, hey, why your belly so big today? So and you're like, we were I just. Ate a burrito, we asshole. Were just <laughs> laughing. He's like, he's like, the time was not even memorable. Much like like the soccer trophy. <laughs> but here they are forever. It's so true. Forever. They're like the science worked. Here's a baby. So you it did gave it. us a good Sunday AM uh, chuckle. I love that, that we needed to get through them whining. I really love that. Um, if I think I might be able to give you one more hot take. Which one do I want to give you? One of them I'm really feeling not 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 confident about. One I will say because I got a new kitten. I think it is so unoriginal for people to say, "I'm not a cat person. I'm not a cat person." Okay. First of all, no one asked if you're a cat person. Second of all, how unoriginal. Third of all, why are you so defensive? 
you don't like big eyes and soft faces. Like you don't <laughs> like you don't like something that requires a little bit of work and isn't just like licking you the second you walk in the door. Like, do you not enjoy a little nuance in your life? Like, I'm just over it. I'm over. It. I don't like cats. I'm a dog person. Stop. It's not. <laughs> it's not cool. It's not fun. I just like just stop. Just stop. I don't know that I'm a cat person, but I'm a cat. Yes. You know. That was my last note. I, I literally said, I love dogs, but deep down, I am a cat. Maybe, maybe the people that are saying they aren't cat people are cats. A theory. A theory. I also have another theory. Go for it. It's not about cats. Okay. And I, I probably might say that I'm not a cat person. I'm like, I'm not getting a fucking cat stuff. But like, are people asking you? Are pe- I just don't like when the second <laughs> you get a cat, they're like, I'm not really a cat person. It's like, I didn't ask you. I'd be like, I'm not really an asshole person, but here you are standing in my living room. Stephanie, I would follow <laughs> you anywhere except to an animal shelter. <laughs> you don't want to go. You don't. If you go with me, you will leave with something. I'm all sad. <laughs> She'll follow me into the dark, but, but not the animal shelter. I have another theory about our generation. So, okay. I mean, I have been to some lavish children's birthday parties as of lately. Yes. I mean, the last, like, five to ten years, your party, if you were turning one, mm-hmm. your party was probably pretty fucking extravagant. Yeah. And it probably, it like, had... Decor, you know, like not just decoration. No, it was a theme. It wasn't like a party pack. Even in COVID, like people showed up and showed out for like their parade parties. Luke, you had a a bad haircut and a balloon garland regardless. (laughs) Exactly. You're like, we have to get the garland for the high chair or else. Or else I have nothing left to hold on to. So I have a theory as a true anthropologist. I've I've been setting back and I'm like, what's the correlation? And it's the millennials, obviously. We're we're overcompensating clearly, but I figured out the common common factor. Sweet 16s. Sweet 16s. We are the super sweet 16 (laughs) kids. We're giving the sweet everything. We we watched that on MTV. And let me tell you, if you went to my sweet 16 at like the big Portuguese gala place (laughs) that I had it at. The hall. I wore a freaking gown. Like it was excessive. I invited everyone. Like it was too much. A kid raised on MTV. But it's what we were fed through MTV. They were like, this is what you need. Yeah. Like, you need to get a car. Yeah. You need to have, like... If your dad doesn't have a car with a bow, he doesn't love you. You're like, daddy. <laughs> and it's, like, the early 2000s. Like, not everybody's making, like, a specialized 3 Do you remember cake. that show, though, how intense it was? Of course we remember it. And now we're trying to model it to, like... With to balloon meet. garlands and backdrops. And, and weird fucking, like, mountain... Yeah, I the know. mountain backdrops that remind me of the molehills. The molehills. <laughs> but, yeah, so I was, like... That that is the correlation. Us millennials, we can't get away from ourselves and we're like, they're going to have sweet everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna remember every birthday party they've ever had and it's going to be lovely. I feel like you're really on to something. <laughs> and it's like there's such this pattern of like overcompensating or wanting this validation or wanting to do something. And even like I see it in like my kids' school art projects like – They are my bread and butter. Like, I enjoy them. But, like, when she gets one, I am, like, my wheels are turning immediately. Like, I'm excited. I'm, like, this is going to be great. And I want to know, like, I don't know. I just get very into it. And I think it's just this need to be, like, over the top and, like, 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You just want your child's experience to be the best experience that any child has ever had. I just feel so aware of it. It's not even know? a tall order. It's like, it's, it's not even very tangible and everyone's having an easy time at it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so odd. It's just a weird boundary or a weird line to walk because I feel like we can both relate to this. Like, I do enjoy creating things and making things personal. Like, I want to do that. But like, is there a part of me that's like going a little too much over the top thinking about what other people are going to think? Probably. Yeah. You know? And like, maybe I need to work on that. <laughs> yes. And then I feel like that's just like you're you're just projecting your unrealistic standards on, yeah. on everybody else's fake opinion. Yeah. It's not even real. It's not even real. No and one's even saying it. Speaking of opinions not related to those, Saltburn. Saltburn. Bring it back to Saltburn. So a lot of people want to talk to me about Saltburn now because we had a podcast about it. I know. And Stop you're like, it. Yeah. You're weird. Yeah. You're gross. Just I don't like, want to talk about no, it. No, I can't talk about it to your face. <laughs> it's so weird. And they're like, I watched it. And then don't you feel in the way that they're judging you? They're like, you told everybody to watch this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I like the ones that were like, I already watched yeah. it and I saw <laughs> that you had a podcast about it. I'm yes. like, I want to know your take yes. on it. But I will say that it keeps bleeding through in conversation because it's so fucking crazy. And everyone, I feel like I just talk about it with everybody. And I do this thing with it because it is a divisive movie that when someone brings it up, I almost let them say their opinion before I say mine because I'm like, I have a feeling mine's not the most popular opinion because... <laughs> I like shit that's weird, and I can find, like, the coolness and the disturbing parts of it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I still enjoyed the movie, where some people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you watch that? Oh, yeah, and then if you if you listened to this week's episode, I said how I met my husband, and yes. he said how, he, how we met. We had our little back and forth, and he said this thing the other day that I Olivered him. <laughs> and I'm like, Oliver's a fucking serial <laughs> killer. He's like, she's so smart and, (laughs) you know. And she's stalked me for years and got me right where she wanted me. She's so calculated. I'm like, all of her fucking calculated serial killer, I think. I don't know. But I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, but it's just one of those hot topics that I'm like, where do you stand? Before I get into my thoughts, let me hear yours. It's been quite an opener lately. It is. Thanks for attending our virtual mom support group with Stephanie and Lauren. Pull up a chair, light the sage. We are going through it and growing through it. And And we're we're always rooting for you. So I have pinned down that good peasant behavior 2024 is, is a concept right now because I've gone to a few restaurants and good peasant behavior at a restaurant is going to a restaurant and just filling up on the free bread, right? Oh, yes. Because you can't afford a $50 chicken dish. You couldn't. So you're like, yes, sir, give me the free loaf yes, and I'll give run me the back loaf. to my village. Yes, and I'll take it back home to my mother. So I must say that if you give out Grandpa free bread, <laughs> if you give hero. out, in this economy, you're a hero. Be-